Greetings and salutations. Welcome to this week's edition of Aztecs All In. Steve Perez here with Lewis Wiener talking about San Diego State University Aztec Athletics, where we are all in on a 4th of July holiday week. We're a couple of media vets and Aztec alums who just can't seem to kick the habit of looking in on our favorite athletics program, the San Diego State Aztecs. Lewis, I bet we have something or another on that darn conference realignment process, eh, what? We do, and happy 4th of July to you, Steve. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Pacific Northwest in Portland, Oregon, where my visiting my son, utilizing the Wi-Fi from the Crown Plaza Hotel and Resorts. So, uh, Wi-Fi so far, from so hotel. <laughs> so, so far, far so, so good. good. <laughs> if, if you can hear me, uh, that's a good sign. Uh, oh, what you. I do want to talk about is the... Latest on the Aztecs conference soap opera, uh, as you recall, ah. the, Az the Aztecs yeah, had sent a letter to the Mountain West saying they intended to resign, and then they sent another letter saying they didn't really mean they were resigning, and the Mountain West said, well, no, we're taking it as resigning. It was all this leading up to this June 30th deadline where the Aztecs had to let the Mountain West conference know by June 30th uh, whether or not they were going to leave for the 2024 season with just a $17 million exit fee. Well, it came and went. Apparently the Aztecs did notify the Mountain West on June 30th that they would not be leaving. So now we're sort of in a waiting game again where we don't really know what that means. Meanwhile, in response to that June 30th letter that San Diego State sent to the Mountain West saying that they were gonna stay in the conference, the Mountain West says no. They say the letter sent earlier means they're still leaving. So what happens next? Well, apparently this whole thing will be discussed at a board of directors meeting of the Mountain West Conference on July 17th. And that's a meeting that will not include Adela De La Torre, the president of STSU, because she was removed from the board per Mountain West bylaws for a member leaving the conference. What a mess. And the PAC-12 still working on its media deal and a uh, July 21st football media day deadline coming where you'd think they'd want some resolution to it by then. And whether or not the Aztecs will be involved in this or not, we don't know. So the options now for the Aztecs, they stay Sounds in the Sounds like we're West. in the midst of uh, what I like to call a process story, Lewis. It's, been, it's a process. Uh, but what, having, once again, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that, what, so real quick, before you get into the process. Yeah, stay in the Mountain West, right? or stay in the Mountain West another year and reportedly have to pay a $34 million exit fee, or get invited to stay in the Mountain West until 2025, where they could pay a $17 million exit fee, or it all gets renegotiated. So that's where we are sort of no further along than we've been. Well, you know, maybe a little bit closer because it sounds like, if uh, you're reading the coverage as I am from the Pac-12, that they're close to getting this media deal done that would... Uh, ideally, you know, trigger the the invite to the Pac-12. Does that uh, jibe with what uh, the reporting you've seen? We're closer. Yeah, yeah, we are closer. I think that July 21st date for Pac-12 Media Day is uh, looming large because do they really want Pac-12 Media Day to be focused on a media rights deal? You would think they want to focus on 
college football, right? We'll see. You know, it's a, like I said, it's a process. And it's all about the money, right? But, you know, to me, this realignment snowball got started with SE and the uh, U-Clans jumping ship to the Big Ten for a reported $100 million a year, right? Seriously, that was a freaking year ago. And the Aztecs, as you said, they're, you know, group of five Mountain West schools still looking and waiting for that official invite to join Power Five Conference. And, of course, you know, Pac-12 is the preference. And then San Diego State Aztecs can make more money. But in a essence, that's what's powering the move. You know, there's academic and prestige and all that, blah, blah, blah. But the Aztecs make more by association with a P5 just by virtue of being part of a P5 conference that makes a fair amount from its media deal. But here we are, though, still on date night, right? Waiting for the phone call from the king of the prom, the Pac-12 or whatever, right? But can't put the cart before the horse. Pac-12 needs a media deal first. Aztecs, not officially members, not officially part of the media deal, outside the looking glass looking in. It makes one painfully aware of just how much heft or how little heft the Aztecs enjoy in the big college athletics picture. From San Diego, no-brainer, right? But to the peeps at the institutions higher up the food chain looking down their noses, it's not so much. Run along, little Aztecs, wait your turn. We'll get back to you. Yeah. Eventually, though, that deal will get done, and it's now reportedly in the range of $31 million per Pac-12 school, right? Two big TV carriers, one steamy, memey, you know, thing on your phone or whatever. Negotiations underway. Deal reportedly done in principle. I don't know. I'm not in the room. Uh, you know, I, you got to care. The Aztecs stepping up into some stepped-up, big-timey conference. That's been the holy grail of many longtime supporters of the program. But also, since there is no control from here over the outcome, the view from this nattering chatterer is this. We're in a process, people. God, nattering God. chatterer, yes. <laughs> yeah, nattering chatterer. I like You're that. You're welcome. Yes. You're welcome. God <laughs> love and bless the insiders who are part of it. But, 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 most of us are not part of it from the inside. So from here, it's been difficult to get too hopped up over the blow-by-blow -blow of the process. You know. And, and you know what, Steve? As fans, I, I, those of us who have been waiting years and decades for uh, an invite to the big dance, right? It's it's we're on pins and needles for a year. I've been mm -hmm. reading the Aztec Mesa forum and hoping for something and trying to make God, uh, you know, figure out what what one tweet means or what another tweet means or right. it's just right. all overwhelming. It's and we're just I just right. want it all to be over. Right. Of course. God, and God, you know, God bless, the, you know, Aztec Mesa and uh the, the administrator of that, we, we reached out to to try to get an interview at one point because, you know, where would where would we be if we couldn't follow along and and have people, you know, grouse publicly about their issues with this whole thing? It's been it's a go, it's an ongoing thread looking, you know, for it to close up shop one day. But uh, and that's also a terrific site. Just want to give a shout out. And we do have to continue reaching out and making sure we can get him on the schedule because it would be just wonderful to talk to to him about that whole process of starting and maintaining that forum. But getting back to this whole process thing, you know, I'm kind of, you know, there are people who are getting played darn good money to negotiate the deals, you know, and oh, honey, bless their sweet summertime hearts. Good for them. But, but for me, you know, time to sweep the patio, hit the gym, look forward to an actual game on the schedule. Personally, I say phooey.
on this process. Fooey. Well, let's 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 talk about let's talk about the Aztecs. Uh, they're still in the Mountain West, and let's talk about the success that they've had in the Mountain West Conference. Right? Uh, the Mountain okay. West actually runs through the Mesa. San Diego State won the most conference titles among the Mountain West in the 22-23 school year. This past year has seen San Diego State achieve historic success, including a national championship game appearance by men's basketball, an NCAA super regional appearance by softball back-to-back Mountain West titles by swimming and diving, and men's golf, as well as the first Mountain West regular season title by baseball since 2004. So congratulations to all of the Aztec programs on their incredible historic seasons in the Mountain West Conference, which is our current home and our home to be and at will least be for a home. while. Yeah. Yep, and, and it looks like at some it may extend uh, a year longer than most people would like, and most people would love to see you know, the Mountain West in the rear view, but, you know, we're going to keep dancing with, you know, with our date, you know, <laughs> looking over our shoulder. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, but other, uh, one other news item, uh, in addition is, you know, Adam Seiko, uh, has signed a summer league contract with the Golden State Warriors. And we're going to have a chance to actually watch two, uh, former Aztecs go against each other on opposing teams because Nathan Mensa is uh, on the Charlotte Hornets, and there's going to be a two-day California Classic uh, Summer League event in Sacramento on uh, July the 5th, and that game will be on ESPN2. A hat tip to Mark Ziegler of the uh, San Diego Union Tribune uh, for that uh, news item. Of course, Adam Seiko, you know, the, the, you know the, he had a, a career night against Utah State uh, last season during their run in, uh, to the, you know, the cha- national championship game, and he opened up at that game, going a perfect six for six and, you know, ended up with 25 points in that. And quite a, an interesting story to how, you know, Adam Seiko's uh, nickname or a little catchphrase that, got, uh, that came up in a, you know, part of our, as part of our little uh, text chats that we have amongst ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because yeah. I, I immediately, I said, oh. Seiko Mako. <laughs> That's right. Case? And, Seiko and uh, our friend Todd Villalobos, who was the sports producer at CBS 8 at the time, told Jake Ariani, the anchor, Seiko Mako. That's a great line. You've got to use that line. And sure enough, uh, that night in the sportscast on CBS 8, 11 o'clock, uh, Jake Ariano, you, uh, Ariani said, Seiko Mako. So, Steve, you made it famous. Yeah. I th- well, I think, you know, he, he improved upon it because I think he said something on the order of, Seiko with the Mako. <laughs> Seiko with the Mako. Anyway, Love it. Got, got quite a kick out of that uh, whole thing. But it is the 4th of July holiday week. And, Lewis, what are your memories or recollections, and what does this week mean to you? Well, to me, 4th of July is all about competition, right? We talk about San Diego State and athletics. And I spent many summers as a kid growing up in New York City uh, going to summer camp in Connecticut. And there was competition. Uh, all summer long, we were all part of different tribe, tribal names. And on uh, 4th of July, we had what was called Water Sports Day. And it was all about competition, the three tribes competing in the water. I was a terrible swimmer. So I usually, you know, did the 25-yard back, uh, you know, freestyle. And maybe I did a boat thing. So I was never, a, never, I was never a great water sports guy. But what I remember about the 4th of July was the excitement in the air, the competition, on the 4th of July, celebrating, you know, what this nation's birthday with competition and what it all means 
to be involved in that sort of thing on the 4th of July. So when I think about 4th of July, sports comes to mind, right? It's a big deal to me. That's what I think about. Yeah, and uh, there's nothing more 4th of July than you know Major League Baseball games and national anthems, right? It's the week we celebrate uh, the birth of our nation. It's Independence Day. And as such, it makes me reflect a bit about the connection between the 4th of July and our connection to Aztec athletics. It's simply this. It means we're all part of something bigger than ourselves. So when that flag goes up and the spotlight's on it, it symbolizes everyone, no matter their differences, part and parcel of a nation with a pledge and an ideal. And that national anthem, as hard as that is to sing, written by Sir Francis Scott Key, as he watched this battle from afar, remember, oh, say, can you see? It's played before every athletic event in the U.S. I've attended. That goes for every Aztecs game. It reminds, you know, imagine how many times we've each listened to it, maybe hummed a few bars, you know, took a crack at the words before a basketball game, a football game, whatever. Hear it a lot during football season. Shooter for KUSI's Prep Pigskin Report, always there on Friday nights around the county, you know, either present and standing at attention or scrambling for that spot, you know. It's a, a bit different. That, that anthem comes at you a bit differently if you're standing at Fallbrook High School where there's a heavy U.S. Marines community or if you're at uh, the Naval Prep School, Carlsbad, parents sending their kids there for a much more disciplined high school experience. And then you know, finally, you know, thoughts go to someone like the late, great Tony Gwynn, Mr. Padre, but he was an Aztec first, right? Baseball, basketball. How many times do you think he stood at attention, hand over heart, before games as a high school kid? or at San Diego State during his amazing career in the major leagues with the San Diego Padres. How many times before leaving us in a way too soon? And then again, back to the alma mater where he coached. You know, in my most respectful moments, I, I try to reflect back on those uh, while that anthem is playing and, and think about what a great country we live in and, and how, how blessed we all are to be a part of it. I couldn't have said it better myself. Those of you out there wishing you the happiest of Fourth of July holidays, hope you celebrate with your friends and family. Stay safe and please follow us, subscribe to Aztecs All In wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, you can contact us directly uh, via email at AztecsAllIn at gmail.com. That's all for now. I'm Lewis Wiener for Steve Perez saying so long this edition of Aztecs All In.